0: This is episode 26 with mom entrepreneur Vanessa Mada, a mother of two who became a mom after losing her own mother. We'll talk about her journey and how you can be your strongest self today.
1: There are plenty of moments in life where we find ourselves very lost And then to have the understanding that that's a phase that you have to go through Mm -hmm. that, you know, you can you're actually about to step up into a level that is going to benefit you for the rest of your life.
0: Hey, moms, are you tired of being tired or maybe yelling at your kids or maybe you need to know how to get your strength back postpartum or learn to manage your stress trying to do it all? or just to become a more confident mom? If so, then welcome to Citrus Love, keeping motherhood inspired. I'm Christiane Bégin, a mother of two, sharing inspiring conversations with wonderful people on how we can be mentally and physically stronger moms, and also including freshly squeezed ideas, a little bit of fun so you can learn how to find balance and also how to raise strong, caring, confident kids in today's world. So if you're ready, let's get started. Hi, welcome back to another episode of Citrus Love Podcast. Thank you for listening. If you haven't left a review yet for the podcast, stop it now. Go to iTunes or Apple Podcasts. And leave a review. This is incredibly important for podcasts and it will help more women, more mothers see the podcast and be able to listen to these amazing conversations we're having about how to help you, how to help you in your future, if you're not a mom yet, and on your mom journey, how to be mentally and physically stronger because kids do get a lot of the attention as they should because they're young. But we shouldn't forget you and how you feel and going through all this and being yourself and being happy and joyful and radiating. So today we have a friend of mine, uh, Vanessa Mata. So she is a mom of two little ones focused on helping mom entrepreneurs like herself reclaim control, productivity, and happiness In their lives. And today we're talking about two different things in the episode. We're talking a lot about being a mother and the toll it takes on us mentally and physically. And she guides us through how to get our strength back, how to remove those negative thoughts that might creep in. And also, we're talking about something. That happened to her that other mothers might have had to go through in their lives, and that's navigating through a traumatic event, a death, learning to grieve a loved one. And for her, it was specifically how to become a mother without a mother. So she lost her mother in a tragic accident before she actually had kids. So we talk about that. And we're talking a lot about strength for you. A few things about Vanessa. She's been featured in Entrepreneur Magazine as a selected group of women enterprising speakers that will be in a conference this September. She's also a speaker at the online summit, Adversity Advantage. A few of her current projects, she's helping parents get more sleep by sleep training their infants 6 months or younger she's learned how to do that with both her daughters as uh, starting at 3 months with sleep training and also she has a signature program online Breakthrough to the True You and she's currently helping mom entrepreneurs working women who as women we we like let's be honest sometimes we forget to take time for ourselves and others are just healers they They prefer to take care of others instead of themselves. So she talks about when you might feel out of control and how to get that that sense of control and really shine by doing what you truly love, what your heart is pulling you to, and how can you tap into that when you're not sure what you should be focusing on instead of letting it control you. So without further ado, let's listen in on our conversation. Welcome Vanessa for thank yeah. you for taking the time to be on Citrus love podcast. You're a new mother you have a little baby I think she's two months is she two months now? she just turned she's actually turned into months tomorrow yeah oh wow so she's yeah. sleeping right now Wow so we'll see how how far along we can get through this. So let's start with talking about being mothers. You have a newborn, you have a two-year-old daughter as well. So is the reality of being a mother all you thought it would be? It's very different.
1: (laughs) I think we all picture it as um, it's hard but i i don't think we all picture it as it's hard but we get through it and and we enjoy the process of getting stronger along the way every single day it's you know it's a challenge there are things that put you into you know in constant freak mode <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> in constant like constant alert and constant like out of the comfort even uh, you know, the fact that three things can be happening at the same time if not more you know, right prior to getting things done, still, you're still that girl or that, you know, that woman that was for the longest time just catering to your needs and to, what you want to do for life. And then you go through the process of getting those things done. And then you go like, wow, there's there's a much bigger person inside me. There's a much stronger person, not to mention like a warrior, not to mention, you know, you go back to all those moments that you, you checked off right before pregnancy and during pregnancy and, you know, and even after pregnancy until that moment. And you just go with, you know, I know that I can do this and you get through it. So, it's definitely not the same. it's It's much better
0: <laughs> you always wanted to be a mother. You had mentioned what did you love about motherhood?
1: To be very honest, I started thinking about motherhood very recently, yep, until mm-hmm. uh, two years or even a year and a half prior to having my daughter. I wasn't necessarily thinking about how many, even like when. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I went through my, I got into this process of writing down my yearly goals. And in one of those goals, I stated, I want two kids. <laughs> and then, you know, there goes the rest too. Mm-hmm. Here I am with two kids. So like, I, I wasn't this person that was totally into like, you know, this is how it's going to be. I want like this big family or the small family kind of thing. It was just recently... Seeing that, you know, I had accomplished so much until then with goals, like, you know, what do I want for my next decade even? Mm You know, it's okay to give yourself permission to do that, to put it in paper, as scary as it seems like, even in terms of like kids, it makes you think, what do you need to focus on? Where do you need to go in terms of like business, in terms of like even professional life, or even if you're just like somebody, the mom that is at home, uh, we all have this strength within to call to ourselves what we want. And, you know, and it's okay to have that permission. So I put that and, you know, there's plenty of other things that I, I also want from that time, but I'm excited for the next <laughs> time I put down in paper.
0: <laughs> do you do this goal setting every year?
1: I do the yearly goal setting and the 10 years goal setting. I chunk it up actually, but you know, into like three years, five years, 10 years, uh, yearly, But I revisit the goals that I've made throughout the year. So every three months, I look at them. And on a daily basis, I have, you know, I keep track of the actions that I'm taking towards them. Mm -hmm. So it keeps me, you know, focused. I have this uh, vision board. That I put right, you know, when you're going down the stairs, you'll look at it. Vision board, and you see that, you know, it has my goals and on it. Help me you, just keep on track in terms of like what I want to accomplish. At the same time, have in mind that, you know, I, I got to be flexible. Um, mm-hmm. A strong person or a strong mom or, you know, a strong path doesn't mean that you don't, you know, you, you're not going to mm-hmm. face things that you do. So you have to be strong on that side too. Strong in terms of like, you know, I am okay with with things just going completely different, you know, and then, you know, put in your, your mindset, you know, into and and proceed with my goal.
0: My next question was, what kind of strength do you think mothers need? But you, you kind of touch a bit on that. Thank you. As a mother,
1: you obviously need to have confidence. It, it's part of being a mother to own the fact that you have intuition. You are where you should be and you know what you should know. At the same time, it's about um, being humble enough to, to recognize that you have mistakes too, that you're learning. It's a learning process. So you need, as much as you know things, they are from your perspective and they are from, you know, your living, right? Your experiences. Mm-hmm. So there's always, a you know, a 50% that it could be, hey, you know, that it could be something that you need to learn at that moment as well. So have grace. In you know, and understanding that's the case, you know, that could be the case, have gratitude for everything, you know, either one or the other. And, you know, and that just empowers you either way. Right. And that's also an example for your kids to also, you know, always keep that level of flexibility in the end uh, so that they don't, you know, don't think that life is, is all about a box. <laughs> mile through it and you got to have fun with it, too. I learned a lot of that with my own mom who, you know, passed away. And she, she passed away right before I had kids myself. She taught me much in terms of like, I was very, very much structured at that point, right? So you don't have kids, you, you're thinking about yourself, you're thinking about your career. And my personality was the type A kind of thing, like, let's get done like yesterday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, go, 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 go. And she was the type that was like, you know, that appreciates that. But at the same time, she was like, you know, breathe, like be you know, take your time mm-hmm. and and all that and slow down. Down <laughs> and smell the flowers kind of thing so you know that's the side of the flexibility that I had to learn later that you know that I appreciate today from from her her words
0: talk about that That it was a defining moment that happened to you in 2010
1: what happened was so here I am like living on you know on my own abroad for quite some time and uh, I, I go back to visit her my husband follows me. We had just um, gotten married like a year prior to that. And I go to to meet her at the city that she lives. We spend a week with her. And then I go to another city where we have family and they, my family, her included, are coming by car. I went by plane to this other city. So uh, for them, it's a It's a drive of 26 hours. For me, it was just like, you know, an hour kind of thing. So I get there, you know, chill out, relax. And the next day I get a call from my dad and he was driving. He was in the car with her, with my brother. And uh, this was three hours after they supposedly left. And his voice is not what you would want to, (laughs) to hear. It, the tone is extremely different. And uh, there's fear. And to to sense fear from your dad, you know, it's something big. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, hours after that, uh, to sum it up, my mom passed away. So she was taken to the hospital because of a tragic accident. They rolled down um, a cliff. And uh, my dad, brother who was in the car as well survived but he had a serious injury he was running the risk of being tetraplegic um my dad is you know is in pieces obviously everything and anything and he's not even thinking about himself at that moment he has you know a, a son who's injured he has a daughter who's away and he has majorly mostly you know a wife who passed away so um It was like the months after that, three months after that, I was able to stay with them. I flew back and, you know, I was able to follow with with what had happened after. The first minute that I got to touch base with their things, with their belongings, because eventually they made it to the house, to, to my parents' house, I wanted to clean everything. And, uh I think that's like not only a daughter' side right you, you like your parents usually are the ones that that do that you know they they prep you up but you know it's kind of like it's it's a birth of my mother's side right there right you know so so now I'm I'm the daughter and I'm the sister and uh there's no more mom at least you know around us here so um yeah it was it Painted a picture for me. It was like you know, to me it was a you know, it was yelling out. Now it's you, Vanessa. Now it's you to to be the the woman in this mm-hmm. in this small family. So fast forward. I can speak this way because I and I smile because I see the positives because I I worked a lot um, on myself. It wasn't nobody else that you know that told me to i i found a purpose because of it my mom taught me that the minute right now at the second is the most important that you have so you know treasure it and you know and be graceful with it take care of it um so i'm extremely grateful for that it led me into coaching path which means i help other people with finding their strength with finding you know um How you know? How is it that they can take what they went through in life, whether it is like something that hurt them or you know, pain them, into you know, into something beautiful um, Mm -hmm. and and smile through it? Not that it's you know an easy process. Not that it's something that you know it's gonna it's gonna move you away from what you felt once, but it's definitely going to empower
0: you and empower other people
2: Mm -hmm. and
0: and mostly your family. So you know that's where I'm at. What was your last memory of your mother? Because often when someone close from us dies tragically or any other way, we go back to that last time, that last conversation. What did I say? What was the last word she she heard from me? Did I hug her? All these little details. How was it for you? That's a great
1: question. And uh, because in my case, it was very much unique. Um, Since we were going to travel and meet them later again, uh, we said goodbye. The last memory that I have of my mom is her hugging me at the airport for me to meet her later at, you know, 26 hours later or something like that right? So we're, we're saying goodbye. And little did I know, it was, you know, literally a goodbye f- for life, at least, you know, mm-hmm. for this life. And uh, yes, um, when, you know, when you fast forward, you know, it, it took quite some time for me to go back to that moment, because you're, you're going through everything, you're going through your, your entire life <laughs> with her. Um, but then when I hone into that moment, I was. I spent some time trying to look for signs. Did she indicate something? Did she try to pass on to me that she knew it was going to be a last time?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, you know, it you get emotional because you you don't know. <laughs> you don't know what's right or wrong. Uh, you don't know if she felt something the days prior to that. One thing that screams out loud is. The night before, mom was, you know, after we had dinner and all that, and she's cleaning up stuff in the kitchen, she she comes to me, and I'm going inside, I'm going, you know, to the rooms, and she comes to me, and she's like, Vanessa, stay here, please, and... (laughs) Like after fast forward, you go like, did that mean something?
0: Mm-hmm. Did that
1: you know, it, or was that you know just coincidence? I don't recall her having done that the days prior to that, or many times. You know, even the times that I visited them in the few years I was living, you know, abroad. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I have something with that moment. And we stay there, you know, and and something distracted us. I think, you know, she was tracing off of like uh, one of the bugs that she saw, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> that flew inside or something.
0: So, <laughs> so yeah. okay, for the listeners, your parents live in Brazil. Yes. And you were visiting in Brazil. But at the time you were living in Boston.
1: So, yes, uh, I still live in Boston and and my dad still lives in. This is Brasilia,
0: Brazil,
1: and uh, we were headed and I actually made it to Rio. So those that, you know, have a sense of uh, (laughs) mapping and geography, Mm -hmm. that's that's what, what was happening. That's the trip that they were they were going to take.
0: How would you describe her presence today?
1: Oh, she's everywhere in a very... Different way. Um, we go through trauma right after we have a loss. It's it's a constant trauma, and you know it's known to to stick with you for five years. And you know, and you're not necessarily aware. The minute that you know, I touch base more with myself. I was able to you know to forgive me, to forgive the situation, to forgive anything. Ev- else. But that doesn't mean that I'm not going through stress constantly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that led me all this combination of positivity with, you know, with the negative feelings that you can't avoid, mm-hmm. <laughs> that it's totally natural. Um, they boil down to the fact that I see myself an extension of what she asks, not only for her life, but also for her kid's life, which happens to be me. And I see that a blessing. I see that you know it, it's the birth. It's kind of like she put you know the the seed on the ground,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: here, here comes you know you, you become the tree, and here I get to be the seed, and and in that seed there's all kinds of wishes that she had added to my wishes. And I get to, you know, to put that into a seed that I can plant and can flourish into two (laughs) beautiful (laughs) girls these days. And I'm sure that in that
0: seed there's, you know, all kinds of other ancestors as well,
1: and especially mothers. (laughs) So
0: So is this more on a spiritual level or is it like beliefs and actual things she told you that she wanted for her kids? that you're doing for her as well as for you it's more on a
1: spiritual side she has
0: no idea i got myself into this path
1: because (laughs) (laughs) because of her message because of the message that i had Mm. from her that you know to take this second and and you know do the most out of it i got out like i got myself into this path of um You can call it cleanup. (laughs) Like prior to her leaving, I I already wasn't happy with my job. So, you know, that was the first thing that I let go. I'm like, you know, I give it another year. It just wasn't fitting. It wasn't going with with my values. And I had signs, actually, if anybody believes on this, it it was strong. Like I had three days where things started happening out of the blue. Like my car wouldn't start uh, the next day. Uh, You know, there was like this huge storm (laughs) that, you know, just kept me inside. And then the third day, you know, I go in and, you know, I just feel it. I feel it that it's like, you know, Vanessa, this is not for you.
0: What was your work at that time? I
1: was a senior web application developer, so software, Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) so, you know,
1: technical, completely, you know, that, that kind of zone. And that environment, too, you know, it's a completely different environment. You're in front of a computer all the time, you know, headphones on your ears, not talking much to people and just dealing with computers. And my lifestyle turned out to be this, you know go to work, go to home, like, you know, a 40 minutes drive, um, you know, come back home, mm-hmm. didn't have my boyfriend living with me at the time, necessarily, Like I would end up just putting my laptop on my lap again. And, you know, watching TV while doing something, you know, mm-hmm. like, I I noticed when you do that for, for seven, eight years, at least in my experience, you start going like, you know, is this it? <laughs> Mm -hmm. Um, there were yeah of course you know weekends with family and 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 friends and all that but it wasn't you know it wasn't the lifestyle that I had pictured so she taught me she taught me like you know hey you're not happy with this do something with it so but I procrastinated for another another set of years another like six years until you know this event happened next year at work was just not working <laughs> and, and on my side like I wasn't catching up in like the way that I was meaning um, because I had no drive it was it really hit the value it, it was already there like you know it was, I, I was feeling that it was hurting my values but it like mm-hmm. the minute she left it was like boom I couldn't produce as much as Mm. before. And the the job wasn't wasn't giving me this happiness anymore. Wasn't giving me this like, I want to go for this. I want to try this.
0: Yeah. You wrote that in examples of how you were feeling just prior to your mom passing that you dreaded going back to work on Monday mornings. And a lot of people can relate to this on the Sunday night. They're like, oh tomorrow I have to go back to work. You felt like you didn't have any motivation uh, you were living paycheck to paycheck it didn't feel like you thought it was supposed to feel like is is this it it wasn't what you hoped for what did you think it would be um, I consider myself a
1: normal person <laughs> prior to <laughs> prior to all of this. Uh, like you know, ex- excuse the word, but truly, truly, I, I think you. I was brought up with you know the common knowledge that you go to school, then there's university, then there's uh, getting out on the field, and you know eventually ranking up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, just making enough to, to live uh, a satisfying life where you can pay your bills. Uh, and that's it. <laughs> that's, well, that's it. Like, that's my, my words today. To, back then, it was like, oh, there's, there must be something else in the sense of like self satisfaction. You just like keep going and you have kids and then you age. <laughs> and thank you. <be> <laughs> this sounds
0: so depressing
1: (laughs) (laughs) right like when I think about it right now it sounds like nothing like nothing because since then I realized there's so much more to it like Mm -hmm. exactly like we we don't stop when you're we're at that phase we don't stop to ask ourselves Mm -hmm. then what (laughs) like then what So you
0: had these feelings before your mom had the the car accident. But afterwards, her life lessons that she she kind of taught you over the years, it was just like, go, you realize life is so fragile. I mean, what am I waiting for? You found a new purpose. Yes. Now understand
1: this. It's been one thing after the other since (laughs) it's completely 180. And, you know, the strength again, you know, I needed the strength of going through the phase prior to her passing, meaning, you know, I built myself on that lifestyle first to understand what I don't want, you know, at this point in my life. So now because I lived there And I was in that moment, even though it was prior to kids and, you know, and even prior to her passing, I I have clarity in terms of like, what do I want to achieve Mm -hmm. now that I'm on this stage? Mm-hmm. so i needed to go through that so what i'm trying to say is that you know like you build up from you know your experiences you, there's there's something to it there's at least one thing that you take on for the rest of your life that you know that makes you who you are and um and makes you progress in terms of whatever you want to do even if it's a 180 change Mm -hmm. So everything that built me up until then, so I built up to be a determined person, a focused person, a listener, you know, a caring person, right? And in all those things, all those characteristics, there's strength right there being Mm -hmm. built. And they also helped me deal with you know, the loss, they also helped me deal with a lot of other things that I, that I went through prior and after. And, you know, they've evolved into, you know, into so much more, not to mention, you know, given to my, to my children, that
0: strength, that, you know, that, that mindset even, You said that the two years that you were mourning your mother right after she passed, how did you get that strength through those months of grieving someone so close to you and not stay in the grief, stay in that that darkness, come out of it stronger? Like what were things you did maybe daily to have the strength to get up, to do the work, to continue?
1: Perfect question. First and foremost, um, the first year is hard. It's hard. The -hmm. first year, it's the first of everything, meaning Mm -hmm. it's the first missed holiday without, you know, mom. It's the first holiday without mom. That is, it's the first uh, birthday without mom. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, when the one year mark comes around, it's like, it's a wake up call. It's like, wow. Um, 12 months without mom. 12 months without, you know, that person that was there that was, you know, listening to me that, you know, was unconditional that, you know, was part of my life every single day. So I decided like 2 weeks prior to that one year mark, I I was in this limbo like should I go back home or not? You know, should I be with my, you know, with my family in this moment or mm-hmm. not? And then I just booked it. Like, you know, literally less than like 2 weeks I booked the flight and I went there. I made it a surprise. So where do you get, you know, the, the strength to not go inwards? <laughs> you get it from looking around you and uh, at least in my case, right? And seeing the fact that both my my dad and my brother were alive. So in that tragic accident, it could have been the three of them. It's about like recognizing the fact that you're going through hurts, you know, but at the same time, there are things in them that makes you understand. well. I'm gifted. I'm, I'm blessed in many ways too. The fact that, that I see time you know, differently, that's a huge thing because it changed, you know, it changed things that I do on a regular basis. And if I go back in time and you know, attribute it to other things, it's not true. It is because of that event. So how not to value that? It's bittersweet. Obviously, you know, especially on that first year, you're like, you know, but it recalls mom. You're not thinking much in, in terms of like, um, how can I value this? You're, you're more trying to care for yourself and care for your circumstance and trying to pay the bills and trying to get, you know, one day, you know, to move forward, you think, just get up one day after the other and do regular things. But then, you know, you start realizing after that one year that there are those things that, you know, that start screaming out louder and louder. Um, not to mention people around you help you. You're having a purpose for me in in my case, I already had gotten into like you know, this whole giving other people what I receive. So mm-hmm. that that gives you a reason, a why to to wake up and to to do more. And then, you know, you put your like the positives that you got from your mom, and you're like, you know, how can I, how can I just blast this, this out into you all of a sudden have this, you know, this huge desire of just taking her legacy and being like, you know, this, you know, I'm so proud of owning this and I want you to have this as well.
0: Mm -hmm. So your mother passed a few years before you had your first child. How is it really being a mother? without a mother it's hard it's very hard because
1: I can't just call her right mm-hmm. <laughs> like I have no idea simple questions and we went through this on you know before simple questions like when you go to the doctors and they ask you your family history there's some questions that you don't know how to answer precisely you know certain illnesses or or completely just random things like um did she swaddle me or not how, like would she do it better or not I know it seems like you know, something little <laughs> but when you know when you're like a first time mom you know the little things some to like big things and then you know there are the moments where you you're so grateful for it like the first night you put that child on in her room and you you don't have mom to share with that so you go out on the internet on social media and you (laughs) you make a post out of it and and you can see you know you get other moms uh replying to that (laughs) Mm But it's hard. It's hard. Every single second is hard. Like, I I think about her right now. There's also the, how would she react? How would she talk? Mm -hmm. Like, seeing that, for some reason, I I don't get that.
0: (laughs) Do you have sisters of your mother and are you close with any of them? Or have other mom-like figures that offer you advice? Or other women that have lost their own mothers?
1: Yes. I have a lot of help. At the same time, I also lost a lot of them too. So my, or most of us have like a second mom, right? Like a second mom figure. Um, and that's, you know, that was my aunt and she passed away as well. Obviously, first and foremost, there's mother-in-law who's like 40 minutes away. (laughs) Um, (laughs) yeah, you know, and there's plenty of, um, not only like mom figures, and like friend mom figures, but there's also um, just people that you know generally come to you and see see your pose, and you know they they just have a heart to it. They mm-hmm. at the moment they have this message that you know you understand it's meant for you. Now, do I go about it like you know calling and being like you know can you could just come here <laughs> like I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different question. <laughs> In that sense, I would say like I I don't. I don't, but I understand it's my path to, to figure things out
2: mm-hmm. and
1: I'm okay with it. And I, you know, it, it's part of being strong as well. Part of being strong to recognize you need help. But I think, you know, the society, well, from my experience, I've, I've learned that society tries to push you a lot into that direction, but it's okay for you to own up the fact that you got it. You know, you, you have it figured out. Uh, things are not going crazy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) except my (laughs) except my baby that it's you know it's funny I'm saying this because my baby is going like um but yeah like it's it's okay for you to to understand that you got to figure things out on your own too Mm -hmm. and you got it
0: okay so you wrote that you had to rebuild from the bottom your values passions and beliefs what was wrong with them that you needed to rebuild them that
1: addressing Uh, Something that I lived after the birth of my first child. That has to do with I lost complete confidence during that process. And that.
0: uh, So it it it, was after you became a mother that you had to. Yes. Think about everything. And then there's
1: that, right? So you have to go through, you're going to go through moments, like many moments, and some of them are going to be hardcore, terrible. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like they're going to mark your life prior to it, like you're already going through the process of adjusting as a mother without you know, or without your your mom close to you. It's about rebirthing somebody, an inner part of you that you have never imagined could exist. So it it's kind of like those moments that you go and like, oh my gosh, five things happening, but ten times that.
0: Do you feel more confident now than you did before you had kids?
1: Yes. But it's a lot in part, I did my work. I understood that, you know, I have to rebuild myself in some way, somehow. There are plenty of moments in life where we find ourselves very lost and, you know, where we're at, how things went, you don't understand, you're you're kind of like, you're much of a funk. And then to have the understanding that that's a phase that you have to go through, Mm -hmm. that, you know, you can, you're actually about to step up into a level that is going to benefit you for the rest of your life in that moment. It's not easy to to come about it this way. So mm. the experiences are, are, there are the ones that mark you. Mm-hmm. The human body has this tendency of protecting itself. So what do I have to build from that point on to protect myself? Say this situation happens again or something similar or something even harder. So it's kind of like a shield in some way at the same time later, you know, so two years after that, you start learning that if you see it in the negative, if you constantly just allow it to be something negative Mm -hmm. in your mindset, like I built myself because of this and you have a negative connotation to it. You fall into a path where you can be, it starts not serving you your mm-hmm. build up from that moment doesn't serve you so you you have to also align yourself with what's positive out of it and how can you make it positive that's been my latest latest lesson
0: so before you left your job as a web developer you were also helping people on the side with their own transformation health body mind and people started to come to you and thank you for helping them they were seeing some changes in their own lives and that's kind of the path you're on now. So basically, you help women mostly help them with as her. <laughs> yes, um, to,
1: <sighs> it makes me smile because it it was the beginning of literally like where I am right now. So I first started guiding people through a health and fitness program, and out of the blue, you know, I was just a natural to it because I was a type that would apply, you know, just about anything. And so I I knew I knew what could you expect in terms of like um, if you follow, you know, a program like that uh, to the T, not Mm -hmm. whatever you want to, right? So And to the listeners,
0: just for the listeners, you're a very fit mom (laughs) and you're you're six feet, six feet two. I'm six (laughs) two. I mean, from the photos you post physically, you have a strong body. You love health and fitness. I absolutely
1: am fascinated about that because it just helps you. It, It helps your brain. It feeds your brain. And I'm all about the brain. Like in reality, that's what it is. A lot of people they understand me at first, if they haven't followed me for quite some time, understand my message as, oh, you know, it's about the the physical, but that's their rotation and their experience, right? To me, it it all boils down to the minute that you feel good outside, you feel good mentally. Mm-hmm. And and you're able to focus on your kids and you're able to, to just give them the best that you can at that moment. So, so yeah, so that path, you know, the whole health and fitness led me to dive into coaching. And then I got very excited to, to learn about everything connects to your brain, to your gut, um, you know, the two brains that you have Mm -hmm. and ultimately to the heart. So there's this huge connection between the three of them. And that's, People know me as um, Stress Relief and Lifestyle Coach. But once you walk with me and, you know, I, you know, and eventually I let go of your hands, you understand that this is about connecting the three of them so that you Mm -hmm. can be a better person.
0: I saw that you also have an eight-week program called Breakthrough to the True You. Say that this helps people letting go of their past hurts and reprogramming their mindset. Who are the women that comes to you the most for help and support or coaching Uh, moms,
1: I've changed, you know, the, the kind of clientele that I, I market myself Mm -hmm. to, uh, back in the day. So I'm transitioning from, you know, from a full-time to, to a businesswoman, And then, you know, eventually I become a mom and then eventually I become a a mom of two. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, you know, those at first it was, I would attract people that just everybody pretty much And you learn that your message is very unique in some way as you go through those phases. Today, I'm focused on professionals, but mostly business moms, specifically. And any mom uh, that is out there, because I understand the way that they're wired, they're, their brain is wired. Not to mention, like, I can relate to many of the, you know, oops, mm-hmm. <laughs> as well as, you know, as the positives.
0: What do you think mothers need to dedicate more time to in order to feel more confident about, it can be their bodies, maybe own emotions,
1: where do they want to be in five or 10 years? As a matter of fact, sum that up into like, where do they want to be in 10 years? So in 10 years, for me, the, the way it looks like is one of them is going to be 10. The other one is going to be 12. And together with that, there's, you know, there's husband that is going to be 10 years more. <laughs> I'm <gonna be> <laughs> And to me, those weigh a lot more than Where we're going to live or, you know, or how are things are going to go? I mean, all those other things we can play, right? In terms of us, uh, Uh who do you want to be for your kids at that Mm -hmm. moment, regardless what your environment looks like or what you're doing at that time?
0: That's a really good question. You say that you help women to create their ideal you or ideal them. How should we think about this idea of your dream life? Is that kind of the vision you want them to think about when they you ask the question where will you be in 10 years or in 5 years? The fantastic question I'm
1: actually asking them, what would you create? I, myself, I fell into the, I didn't know I could actually be the painter of, you know, my own life. I literally call out certain things, use the law of attraction, you know, all those things that along the way you might hear from personal development. Um, but then to see it in practice, to see it working for you, I'm a true believer of that. So I try to pass that on to other moms to empower them. You can actually create your situation. As you can create the positive ones, you can also create the negative ones. Mm -hmm. If you go ahead and you choose to to not take care of yourself today, what does that mean in 10 years? What does that look like in 10 years? So right there, everybody, what, what I truly go after is inspiration instead of motivation. There's a huge difference. And actually those people that, people that uh, follow Tony Robbins, they probably heard his message loud and clear that there's you know, the difference between you getting somebody to do something or you making them understand that they already have it in them what they want and how they want it.
2: Mm-hmm. And that's
1: a much, much easier path to take when you want to change, when you want something for your life. So I'm, I'm a true believer on, on exactly you know that philosophy. I don't necessarily need to tell people you know how to go about things, but people do need to be reminded that in them they already made a choice. They're just distracted, just not just. <laughs> They're very much distracted <laughs> by everything and anything, not only objects and people and feelings at that moment, but experiences and hard experiences
0: and. This gives back the power to everyone that you have the power to create whatever you want, basically, mm-hmm. just see things differently. Yeah. So how can we know that we have removed these layers or these walls so we can see our true self shine? How do we the know minute, when it's working?
1: The minute you feel progress, that's your happiness right there. Mm. And you'll feel it. You will definitely see it. And you will definitely feel it. That's for mm. sure.
0: So have you found your true self? Would you say you found it? or do You still I have a yeah.
1: I love that question. I have found my true self in many instances. I don't believe it's, you know, you find your true self and that's it. Finding your true self means you're going to to understand that it's about repetition. It's about repeating yourself so that you can achieve more and more and more. Progress is about like checking, you know, having checkpoints, you know, certain goals at certain times. But always with the understanding that there's always more to it. You are always more (laughs) when you... When you find, you know, the bigger version of you, it's because the universe is constantly giving you, it's retributing every effort that you're making and everything that you gift into other people as well as to yourself. So because of that, you know, it's not something static. It's an exponential Mm. gift. And in that process, you're, you know, you're just going to go through different phases and that's okay.
0: It's always evolving. It's every day. So it's just following that feeling and the signs that are telling you, this is what you should be doing. Or if you're not feeling happy or, or if you're feeling stuck, then it's probably a sign that you're not doing what you should be doing. So you mentioned earlier about this dream board. Should everyone be doing their own version of a true you dream board? People are driven by different means, right? Like
1: Mm -hmm. what drives me, like seeing pictures be a bigger drive than for another person. At the same time, there is such thing as uh, taking advantage of your senses and your, your mind power or or anything that your your body is able to provide you so it is known that the more you see it the more it connects to your brain and it stores so so if i keep Mm. like you know presenting you like a picture of you super fit or abs right in front of your face every single day
2: Mm -hmm. you're
1: probably going to go to sleep with that picture and in detail you know you're probably going to go i want abs <laughs> because you're seeing that picture, because it's, it, you know, and especially if you connect it to an emotion, it's something in the past where maybe you were overweight, maybe you went through some trauma because of this or that that led you to to eat way more than you should be eating and get off track on your health or whatever the case is, right? And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, I'm here presenting to you this abs picture every single day. <laughs> and and not saying anything about it <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: so that's you know the vision board is uh there is the traditional vision board which people understand it as like it's a cool moment to like put collages together and yes at that moment you're very much focused on you know on what you want to do for yourself and you put all kinds of words but uh the question is do you follow up with it i geeked out on it <laughs> Because I didn't just do vision board, you know, for these past six years out of the blue. This past year, I started understanding the link with, you know, with your senses and, you know, with everything else that your body can provide. And I'm like, how can I make it so that it translates into my language? And I understood that, you know, having visuals does help speed up mm-hmm. the process in, you know, in making goals, as long as on your daily basis, you have it somewhere where you can reach out to it. And that
0: it's a reminder. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes, that makes sense. So that's what the true board is all about. I should it's make like another a,
1: one. <laughs> yeah, take it to another level instead of, you know, something that is, um, like, has
0: fun way. with it. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: and put emotions. That's that's the major mm. difference. Put emotions to it. It's not just like, you know, a, a collage that you're like, you know, oh, at the end of the year, I want to check all of these off. It's like, what do those mean to you in 10 years? Each one of those pictures. Mm.
0: You say that we all need a why. What is your why or who is your why?
1: Um, clearly my daughters are my why. <laughs> mm. My husband is a why.
0: Mm.
1: I am a why and legacy is a why. I understand I'm going to be a transition. I'm here, you know, to flow, to be here, to understand, to learn, to pass that on eventually, you know, to my kids. And they're going to be doing the same thing. And I want to be part of that seed or that tree that flourished into something else, something bigger. Mm. So here I am, including those that I get to influence mostly on a regular basis, and then eventually, you know, have this image that it's going to flourish into a bigger tree or a bigger branch or, you know, or something. <laughs> and mm-hmm. that's my, that's what moves mm-hmm. me every
2: single day.
0: So I have a few little questions, I'm calling it the freshly squeezed question. So you answer as briefly and quickly as possible. Do you have a favorite author?
1: So many of them. But the yeah. w- name that it comes up to my mind right now is uh, definitely Tony Robbins um, because I'm currently navigating through his ultimate edge program. Your
0: favorite way to stay motivated? Working out. When do you work out?
1: <laughs> uh, that's a good question these days. <laughs> I work out either like early in the morning, uh, throughout the day, or late at night. So it's easier at night. But the minute that you know she has a regular schedule, you know, I stick to mornings. Mornings are just the best.
0: How long do you work out
1: for? It's between 30 minutes to an hour. Most of the time
0: 30 minutes. Are they these workouts from an app? What's their your program? I'm curious. Sure, sure. It's
1: I follow Beachbody. So if you are familiar with P90X, yeah.
0: Five people in the world that keeps you feeling good and inspired. First and foremost, my two daughters,
1: but third is definitely my husband. As much as we have differences, I don't think we give as much credits to them. You know, they have to go through their world too, while they're supporting a strong woman and a strong mom, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Navigate that. So fourth, I did name Tony Robbins, but I'll tell you that I started with Simon Sinek, huge, you know, huge.
0: um, The why.
2: Yes,
1: start with your why. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the the book right before his was um, Jen Sincero. You, you're a
0: badass. What do you drink in the morning?
1: Uh, Water, 30 ounces, and also a cup of hot water with lemon.
0: Mm. How are you an imperfectly perfect mother to your daughters? I have a bun. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: right now things are not in the order that I tend to have them things are just all over
0: where can uh, the listeners learn more about you uh, about strength about motherhood about your program once you find me on Facebook you'll find me everywhere pretty much so (laughs) my Facebook
1: I actually have also a business page but I'm not I'm not there at all these days, even though it needs like maintenance. So truth, truth right there. (laughs) (laughs) Having a child, having a second child, just put a lot of, you know, other things, non-essentials into a hold. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can find me at, on Facebook itself, it's all together, Vanessa S D. And once you're there, you you find me everywhere, even, you know, the material that I have on the Facebook page, as well as my website, as well as, and majorly my online course, who I am, I'm very much blessed to understand that it's been life transforming for a lot of people.
0: And your website, just so people know it's not Vanessa, it's v body me. So I'll put the links uh, to everything on the website. Uh, one last question I ask everyone that comes on the podcast. so we all know that being a parent and a mother is a roller coaster of emotions and experiences. Keeping motherhood inspired, what one thing have you found kept you inspired and energized throughout your mom journey? Their smile. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah yeah my my second one that's two months old and again I'm not trying to sugarcoat anything because yes it gets hard <laughs> but you know the minute that your two month old is starting to smile and she reminds you that it all boils down to simple things if you can sum it all up the little moments where you just stop and appreciate, the fact that she's moving a little bit more her mouth and she's learning that and that's because she she feels sh- she has somebody that cares for her that's just paints the picture to
0: everything <laughs> and for the listeners your daughter's actually on you right now she's been on you for like half an hour she's been doing pretty good yeah, yeah. Thank you for listening to another episode of Citrus Love, Keeping Motherhood Inspired Podcast. If you think someone would enjoy to listen to this episode, please share it with them. You can share the link wherever you're listening or go to our website at www.citruslove.com episode and the number where you will find the episode as well as all the information about the guest's or the specific episode the best way to get our podcast ranked is by leaving me a review wherever you're listening two three four five six stars whatever you feel reflect podcast this will not only let me know what needs to be improved as well as what you particularly love make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you'll get the next episode and thank you so much for listening talk to you next time bye guys